row, row, row your boat gently down the stream. Merrily, merrily, merrily. It's like a dream. All of you remember. I'll show you how strangers can sing in perfect harmony. Just don't try to solo. Let's blend on the downbeat. Row, row, row your boat gently down. <laughs> well, all the human beings in the room sing on the downbeat. Row, row, row your boat gently down the stream. Merrily, all the good-looking people. <laughs> A few liars dropped in there. Hey, What's more, everyone? Row, row, row your boat gently down the stream. Merrily, 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 merrily. Just the girls this time.
make him seize with that I die. Never retire or put my mic on the shelf. The baddest rapper in the history of rap itself. Not bitter or mad, just proving I'm bad. You want to hit, give me an hour plus a pen and a bag. MCs retreat, cause they know I can beat them. And eat them in a battle and the ref won't cheat them. I'm the best, taking out all rookies. Don't forget Oreos, eat Cool J cookies. I'm bad. Before. <laughs> yeah, brother, go ahead. You by yourself? You know why? <laughs> Have you tried band roll on? <laughs> Sitting up there with them long toenails and them sneakers. <laughs> Foot smell like somebody shit in it. <laughs> Y'all don't be fooling around. I tell the truth. Nothing's a secret. What am I smoking? Man, this is not a question answer, period. <laughs> Nigga, why don't you go home and give some gentry so you can sleep later on? <laughs> Bugging me, why don't you go downtown and hurt a white act, nigga? <laughs> Thank you, brother. He's all right, I'm just kidding. Put your spear back. <laughs> no kidding, I don't need interruption. I'm so good alone. Leave me alone and watch. Put that way you want to, honey. <laughs> I love black women. I'm not lying. When I pull my covers back, I want to see what's laying there on the white sheet. <laughs> I had a white girl once blended right into the sheet. I missed her and bit a hole in the mattress. Show me a husband who won't, and I'll show you a neighbor who will. <laughs> Let me get my cigarette fresh. I smoke and drink. A lot of you don't drink, no smoke. Some people here tonight, don't they don't eat butter, no salt, no sugar, no lard, no biscuits, no gravy with onions in it. Because they want to live, they give up that good stuff. Neck bone, pigtail. You gonna feel like a damn fool laying out the hospital dying from nothing.
coffee time. Be known, I don't play other rappers. They went slip slide in a way out of control. I'll be the toll. You gotta go through me to get the Rick C, and I'm deadly. I'm so unstoppable, it's unbelievable. Pull out a record, and we'll achieve a new height. Push and fight till we reach our destiny. Brace yourself for this because the rest will be potent. It's like a drug, you gotta shoot the violators who just lie to you, prosecute because I take the minority, give them authority. Peace be a JC and Rick C. Paul will be the Mush it, shove it, and push it. The L A T E E, my part will be to say it, and you'll obey it. Rick play it, it's a symbol of togetherness, and that's the way it is. And it's positive and never negative. Frontin', you want something? Boy, I'ma never give mine. Cause nothing from nothing leaves nothing. Might as well do something. Go to beat it, still pump it, just listen to it, get into it. New way to have you shaking, sitting patiently, waiting to hear a new hit. Press to your pressure, luck. I'm overloaded with stress, and I don't give a f about you. Doubt you have the clout to step to. So take a good look at who you're standing next to. I'm a pro, so now you know that I'm a veteran. I'll let the crowd decide who sounds better than who. Maybe it's me, or is it you? From what I heard, bet you me and Rick C come through. It ain't working. Your style's got mold and mildew. No need to worry about us because we'll do just what you can't do. Take and plant you. Way down in the dirt, and it'll hurt too many of us. Maybe you should just bust the style of a man going wild, cause yo, thus far I've been going by simply showing you the right way to get paid is by knowing how to rap, how to act. In fact, yo, you heard me do it, breeze through it, feel the impact. Told me that I was right out of my head. 
the way he described it. He said I'd be better dead than live. I didn't listen to his jive. I knew all along he was all wrong, and I knew that he thought I was crazy, but I'm not. Oh, no. Oh, no. My analyst told me that I was right out of my head. He said I need treatment, but I'm not that easily led. He said I was the type that was most inclined. Went out of his sight to be out of my mind. And he thought I was nuts. No more ifs or ands or buts. Oh, no. They say as a child I appeared a little bit wild with all my crazy ideas. But I knew what was happening. I knew I was a genius. What's so strange when you know that you're a wizard at three? I knew that this was meant to be. But I heard little children were supposed to sleep tight. That's why I think I missed the vodka one night. My parents got frantic, didn't know what to do. But I saw some crazy scenes before I came to. Now do you think I was crazy? I may have been only three, but I was swaying. They all have today, Graham Bell. They all have today. I feel sorry if they just couldn't understand the reasoning and the logic that went on in my head. I had a brain, it was a pain, though, to love and love me when I refused to ride on all the double-decker buses, all because there was no driver on the top. No driver on the top. Let's take this twist. What's the matter with her? My analyst told me. So with the communist manifesto, gorillas in the midst of Guevara and Manesto, so What a brother with an afro now Yo, go a flow for the Mac and we the hoe So grow, cause the Lucian brothers might get home Rhetoric flowing from the tip of my mouth Say tongue deficit, Money catch the glint Oh my nine, as they cut welfare, 25% And I just sit as I glitch and raise my fist. We did away with that. So you could get with this. It's a twist, cause we'll overthrow like Kwame and Kuma. Spread around the world as if it were a business rumor. Bam, cuts a record like a surgeon cuts a tumor from a brain. We're all cooped up, so feel the pain. From 400 years of exploitation, anesthesia provided by your local TV station. Patience is not a virtue. I ain't right. Turn the shit over like Bush did a boatload of hate. Dig it, dig it, dig it, dig it, dig it, dig it. So free Geronimo, you jack a prick. Lyrics, hear it, hear it, can't get near it. Got a sample, didn't clear it. Point blank says, fuck five, oh, that's the spirit. Cheer it. Spat out the fact that I consumed, knew that I was doomed since my date of birth to be the wretched of the earth. Never had a dream that was American. They go to Lake Cherokee. It's Paragon. That ain't nothing new. Told the streets where they would go, whoever paid that shit got, got minimum wage too. Dig it, 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 Coffee time. I like to say in the band, that's maximum. Just like it says on the can, good to the last drop. 
exploited and they hunger So I'd like to take a moment to say fuck Columbus Millions off my bitch. The black on black crisis is a myth The crack that did the What's damage the one from the whip? The record skip, the record skip, the record skip The record skips cause my voice is kinda scratchy From yelling don't you and Bible comes to harass me They never pass me, no one to go and tell, bro Try to kill the movement with the new co-and-teal, Leaders they kill, if I said it, it was granted them They only see my back because I'm three steps ahead of them We're not falling in the slot, just slated We realize that our power's nickel-plated Masses move as well as asses do Classes through, our time is over past this dude And you still wanna know The origin of the flow Oakland, Oakland California, California, not for 610 <laughs> And if I can get just a spoonful of nice guy, do it much good in two, three cups of other coffee.
Plastic Mutiny Radio. FM going up to Canada. Queen and Canada, they never will be mean. 
guests welcome to lwaflmyt let's watch a full-length movie on youtube with mike spiegelman and carl hi carl hi welcome stinky guests welcome 2022 i almost i was singing the theme song did you hear that the no. name of the title i said let's watch a let's watch a oh. movie oh, yeah. on from your catchy theme song Mike. we are so Please say my name, no problem. We are on Mutiny Radio right now, as we are every Sunday, 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Mutiny Radio, it's an internet radio. Uh, There was pirates, and there was a mutiny, and then it's internet radio. So go to mutinyradio.fm, and you'll find us. We'll find many other shows. You can live stream what's broadcasting, and there's a donation button. You could go to Patreon or... We like to go to Venmo and donate money at Mutiny Radio. There's a reason why we're here every week. If you want to listen to us as a podcast, well, that acronym up front is what you search for, LWF. Oh, Carl, do it for me. <laughs> L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. I like that theme song. Too. Oh, my favorite was the original, too. Let's watch. <laughs> by the way uh you can go to my newly revived uh, luggage tuesdays.com website 
And if you scroll down six sites, you'll see uh, six uh, posts. You'll see all of uh, Carl's songs on SoundCloud. Uh, really? which, yeah, actually, I'm, uh, if you go to SoundCloud at Spiegelmania, I have all of Carl's songs. Is that great, Carl? You did the hard work, and I just posted them on SoundCloud, my <laughs> name on them. It says Carl on it. I said Carl. People be like, oh, right, Carl. Oh, the from New Jersey, right. Right. Yeah. Well, we are uh, – so this, I would also recommend going to our YouTube channel at L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. That's Super it. strong. So as you could tell from the acronym and the title of our catchy sing-song-ish podcast title, we are going to watch a full-length movie on YouTube in its entirety in real time with you as you watch it and listen to our podcast. Carl, what is the movie we're watching this week? This week we will watch Wild in the Streets 1968. That's what you put in the YouTube search engine. Wild in the Streets 1968. The channel we like is weird, okay? It's but <laughs> Carl. It's Anselmo Oimira. Anselmo Oimira. So if you find a channel that looks resembles that, you're at the right place. Well, we want you to go ahead and do it. You'll find it the moment you type in Wild in the Streets 1968. And once you find it with uh, uh, that channel, which I don't have in front of me, uh, go ahead and click the link, hit pause. And Selma Oimira. Move the uh, timer bar to the left and just hit wait for our countdown. Now, <laughs> it's a lot of work, right? But we're going to give you some time because our celebrity comedian countdown is coming right up with a great comedian that Carl knows from the great state, the Garden <laughs> State. <laughs> yes, New Jersey. Uh, Chris Cuomo's own. Will you please? No, not Chris Cuomo, the other guy. Remember when we saw the other guy when he he, he uh, said he was not going to run for president and we're like, yeah. now he's going to say Trump's an ass. He's like, I'm, I'm behind Trump. And we're like, what? <laughs> we're at a diner. All right, well, anyway, ladies and gentlemen, here's Carl with our Comedian Celebrity Countdown to get us ready for the movie and meet a comic from New Jersey. Take it away, Carl. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Celebrity Comedian Countdown, this time with Chris Monty. Welcome, Chris. Thank you so much. What a, thank you. Everybody sit down. Thank you for standing ovation. Now, we first met at Scotty's Pub in Comedy Cove, and we're going back a ways. You were just there uh, in December. I love that little club, and I think you do, too. I do. Actually, no, I actually know Gene and L'Oreal, the uh, the owners of the restaurant and club. I know them for many years before the Comedy Cove existed. I met them uh, down in Wildwood, New Jersey, uh -huh. uh, probably 20 years ago. They used to come down on a vacation, and for some reason, they always came down the week I was working this little club called the Casbah Comedy Club down in Wildwood. Uh -huh. And every year, they'd stop and have a drink after the show with me and say they, they love seeing me. And then a couple years later, um, Gene reached out to me and said, hey, we're opening a, a comedy club at, at the restaurant, and we'd love to have you. And I think I was one of the first uh, comedians that he had hired when he, when he just started that club. Absolutely. Who knew he'd become a booker? You didn't know who you were drinking with at the time. You had no idea. You know, one night it could be a booker. One night it could be, you know, your next wife. You never know. <laughs> That's right. Now, we both love that club and we are working on a pilot together called Life's Laugh Lessons about a comedy class. And we did a lot of shooting there at Scotty's. And I think it's because it really feels like a comedy club. Your picture's on the wall there. Yes, that's well. That only 
low is the property value but <laughs> um yes um we we it does feel like a club it, it yeah. absolutely feels like a club um and we did do a lot of shooting and, and hopefully uh within the next uh, few months that project is going to be launched off the ground and and we'll be talking about that on your show and and, and other places many other places because uh i think it's going to be a great project yeah, me too. And it's all about getting on TV, which you are no stranger to. You've been all over TV. Uh, let's see. Vinyl. Vinyl was on HBO. And I think that was a pretty big deal. Uh, tell me about that. Scorsese's involved. Jagger's involved. Yeah, Martin Scorsese, uh, Mick Jagger produced it. The show, show is about the rock and roll industry um, on the record company side of the rock and roll industry mm -hmm. uh and took place in 1973 which was where the show took place um bobby cannavale was the star ray romano was on the show yeah um there was there was so many stars it, if you if you just google it you know vinyl uh it lasted one season unfortunately and um which has been the <laughs> the crutch of my career in acting. It's like everything I get on has been canceled. Oh, <laughs> like right after I get on it. Um, but <laughs> it was the a, perfect it, guy to do a pilot with, right? Yeah. Well, hopefully this will be our this will be the charm. This will yeah. be the charm. Life's last lessons, right? Right. Um, but yeah, so it was it was fantastic working in that environment with uh, with I know I never got to meet Scorsese or Mick Jagger. They weren't oh. on on location when we were shooting. Um, but the show was shot in, in Brooklyn, New York, and um, it was just a great experience. I, I got to meet and work with uh, Ray Romano, and, and uh, he's a, I was I'm always been a big fan of him, and yeah. uh, one of the nicest guys in the business. Uh, Bobby Cannavale, professional, great. Uh, it was a great experience, and I wish I only wish it, it, it would have lasted into uh, into more seasons. Yeah. You were also on Kevin Can Wait, and uh, you, you bumped into a bunch of people out. You got to be good friends with a bunch of people out there, too, right? Yeah, well, I'm friends with Kevin. What happened was they roasted a comedian, a famous comedian on Long Island. I'm from New York. So there's a famous comedian on Long Island named Richie Minavini. Richie yeah. is like the godfather of Long Island comedy. He was like he the is. first guy to open multiple comedy clubs as a comedian and be very friendly to other comedians. He fanned the flames on the career of Ray Romano, Kevin James, a guy named Rock Rubin, uh, who became the head writer for all of those shows. Mm -hmm. uh, through Richie, I met Kevin James. Uh -huh. And the first thing I did with Kevin James was uh, Mall Cop 2. He asked me to be in Mall Cop 2. Um, oh, I was yes, in that film. that's right. Yeah, I was in that film in 2014. And then a few years later, um, he... He was doing that show on CBS, uh, Kevin Can Wait, and he had called me. The best part about working with Kevin is I don't have to audition. He calls me when the part's right. Hey, do you want to do this? Are you available? Yes, I'll do it. And he you knows do it. You. Where everything else, you got to go through auditions and aggravation. And But uh, but I Kevin's very good to, um, to me and to a lot of comedians. Now, you've got uh, comedy specials out there, too. And right now, streaming on Amazon Prime is uh, a comedy special called What's the Worst That Could Happen? Uh, it's very funny, but I made sure to watch it all the way to the end, let all the credits roll, or you miss out, right? Yeah, with Amazon, you got to get it played fully through to get the full six cents. <laughs> that is crazy. It's, yeah, Boy, I know. So I always tell people, just put it on loop. When you go to work and let it play all day, um, <laughs> but actually, to be honest with you, I've I've surprisingly done really well with like, like 
if you're getting like if you're getting six to ten cents for the for the fifty two minutes, mm-hmm. and you get a check for like twenty two bucks, that means a lot of people had to watch it. Yeah, <laughs> so, it, um, it it doesn't add up, but it has to add up for it to yeah. add up. So I hear I'm you. not in it. I'm in it. I'm not. In, I mean, that special. I'm not in it for the residuals for the money. I'm in it for the exposure and for the following. And yeah. you know what? It's been. It was released in. I believe we released that in 2018. Okay. 2018 or 2019. But I think it was 2018. So that one was released in 2018. And since then, it's actually built a following and, and done well. But as a comedian, and you know this, you do stand-up, you you move on from, from where you were. So, like, I, that was a different guy back then. So as much a as I want people routine. to watch that, I want them to watch new stuff because I've evolved in my life. And I bring my new life into my act every time. Yes. So let's do that. Let's fast forward to today. The most current burning thing is you certainly you right now have a comedy special on that new app called Dry Bar. Dry Bar Comedy. Um, what is the name? What's the name of your Dry Bar Comedy special? So the name of my special is Just Be Happy, okay. and uh, it's on Dry Bar. You go to drybarcomedy.com. Dry Bar is an app. Like I said, you can download it to your phone. You can download it to your device whatever your device is. Um, and there is a, there's a monthly fee to watch it, but by downloading the app, if you use promo code, Chris Monty, right? M O N T Y Chris Monty, C H R I S one word, use that code. That, that makes me get the, the few, the few clams, the few shekels, the, the change that, that dry bar will send me for people signing up because of me. But even though you sign up because of me, you watch my special, which I want you to do. You can also watch any comedian on there, and there's a thousand comedians. And Carl, there's there's tons of comedians you know that have specials on there, yeah. um, and they're very funny. I've watched, I mean, just since I got involved with Dry Bar, I must have watched about 25 specials of other comedians, and they're and they've been fantastic. And no, there are 25 either. minutes each, so it's an easy watch, you know. And one of the good things about Dry Bar is it's month to month. You don't sign up for the year or something. You can drop. Like you can You can drop. Oh. You can sign up one month at a time and then or you can sign up. They're coming out with deals where you can do three months, six months, a year if you want. But they also have the one month. I, I don't know what the I, I don't want to give the number. I don't know how how much it is, but yeah, um, it's not expensive. And you know what? It's twenty five minutes because normally when we were growing up, uh, you know, comedy special was an hour. You know, so a guy had yeah. an HBO special. Yeah. It's an hour, and that's fine. That's great when you're going to sit in, you know, watch Netflix or watch Amazon Prime or or watch HBO on Saturday night with the wife. You know, you watch the hour special, but these are twenty five minute specials. So maybe it takes you twenty five minutes on your train ride to work. Boom. Yeah, you can plug in your phone, get your Bluetooth in your ear, and watch a special. You know. Okay, so it's Dry Bar Comedy. This Dry Bar Comedy special is called "Just Be Happy," and the promo code is all one word: Chris Monty. Everyone knows how to spell Chris M O N T Y. Thank you, sir. Yes. Now, how can people find you out there on the internet? I mean, we've given them some leads, right? But how can people find you out on social media and stuff? What What are your Chris- your Twitter grams well, and snap. Yeah, well, Chris Monty, ChrisMontyLive.com is my website. Um, and from my website, on my homepage of my website, has a one-click away, you know, a link, picture link to uh, Twitter, mm-hmm. which Twitter is at ChrisMontyLive. Uh, my Instagram is ChrisMontyLive. And then my um, my Facebook page is uh, Chris Monty Comedian, Writer, Actor. So, uh, but if you go to chrismontylive.com, you not only get a quick link 
one click away to go to any social media site, you mm -hmm. also get my tour dates and where you can see me at Scotty's, at Las Vegas, at Atlantic City, wherever I'm performing. All the tour dates are there, and you can click from there and go and buy tickets. Okay, so that's chrismontilive.com. Yes, okay, sir. Now, Chris, everyone at home is poised to watch this movie with us at the same time as we do here in the studio. We're all going to press play at the exact same moment. So why don't you go ahead, Chris Monty, and give us that celebrity comedian countdown. Here we go. Three, two, one, go! That was a great segment, Carl. Scary, scary lion. Yeah, well, I, I didn't come to see a lion. I came to see Wild in the Streets with hippies. You ain't lying. Ah, <sighs> Leo. Sorry. All right, we start off with fireworks. Yeah, because Shelly Winters is getting talked into doing it by her new husband, and she doesn't want to do it, and she doesn't want to have a boy, no matter what. Just please don't make it a boy. Uh-huh. That's it's what she's. Oh, it's a boy. There we go. Oh, wow. Flatow, Junior. Flatow. Junior. Yeah. Oh, what no, is this, 1950? I guess. Wow, yeah. baby boom. Wow. <laughs> Their parents are like, okay, boomer. Wow. Was he watching sex? No, he, well, <clears throat> yes, it's it's once again Shelley Winters resisting, Mrs. Flatow resisting Mr. Flatow. And he's she's saying, <clears throat> when he grows up, I'm gonna tell him how awful men are. So he won't hurt some little girl or whatever, you know, take advantage. So here's wow. Max now, maybe six, taking right. advantage. Oh, with his mom in the room. Here we go. Dirty, dirty boy. Yeah. Oh, oh, so these are flash. This is character building. Now here's Greg Brady. Where? Holy shit. Yeah. And it's pre Brady Bunch. And it's him, uh, you know, our hero as a kid. It's Max as a kid. Hey, he must have wore the same shirt in the Brady Bunch. Yeah. He said, Gumby, can I borrow your shirt? Gumby. Okay. <laughs> okay, That's Greg. Funny. That sounds like pokey. Oh, well, all right. Let me do my pokey then. Oh, so yeah. Uh, oh, no. They're, they're being, yeah, no, you need the plastic on it. The dog's going to shit on her. They let the dog in the house. Oh, There's no. Shelly Winters. She, we, Mrs. Flatow is furious. She said, I don't like the husband. Ooh. All right. Are they leaving? Max. Ooh. Okay. That, oh, no, acid, huh? Here he is, like, 20-whatever. 20 29. No, no, like, 23 or something. And uh, Mom is very comfortable with the acid. Oh, so he's like a mama boy acid maker? I yeah, Not a mama's boy, no. But I don't know. I just think it's weird that Shelly Winters, she's been freaking out this whole movie over whatever she sees. Oh, and she's going to take it now? No. By the way, do you, when you're making acid, it's best to wear like surgical gloves when you're holding the uh, <laughs> sugar cubes. <laughs> oh. 
You know, one of my favorite uh, Grateful Dead stories is that when they were living, like at the beginning, of the band started. They were in San Francisco with this. They were living in a place that was making acid, and that's all they breathed. They breathed. Neat, yeah, like you know, you wake up and you're in a, room, a house that where they they make acid, and you can just so uh, they perpetually tripping. Yeah, basically. Wow. I so that's interesting. Dynamite too. Wow, what kind of lab? Like, I didn't realize. I thought this was like a suburban home, Carl. He has it like is. a bunker. It's the basement. My, does your basement have uh, an acid lab and also no. an explosive lab? No, and you see the dynamite? I mean, no, we don't have dynamite. And and well, my mom would not be cool with it. Well, you know, in my house, it was, it was cool with the acid, but she was not cool with the explosives. Sure, we had the acid, but acid and explosives is not really. Oh man, is he tripping? Mama, Papa, screw off me. Well, now the thing is, we don't know. It seems unprovoked. His freaking out. He's running away from home. Is essentially what he's doing, and that's how he's saying goodbye. He's going to have them come home to a wrecked up house, but it doesn't. Now look, he gets <laughs> the gonna explain. in the front. But right. it blows up in the back. Also, man, I, I, last time I put dynamite in a car, I ran like hell. <laughs> yeah, you're right. It blew up in the back. Backseat explosive. Wow, that was... That's dad Chevy. You know, didn't you see the no exploding on Sunday sign by the yeah, curb? Right. But the thing is... Um, oh, American yeah, International Picture. High the quality. Thing is, like, there is no reason for him to... We didn't really see any trauma. You know, it was just like, it's 1968, so kids ran away from home. You know, we didn't really have a, we don't really well, have what? a good reason. Her, his father was sexually harassing, uh, assaulting her mother. His mother is domineering and, and smacking him. Wild in the street. Yeah, oh, go ahead. Going to make the first wild in the streets, okay. wild in the, the sheets joke. Uh-huh. Richard Pryor. I know. And Hal Halbrook. Together at last. Oh, and Larry Bishop, that asshole. Yeah. He made a... We saw him in a movie, didn't we? He always played bikers, and then he made Hell Ride, which he directed, and Quentin Tarantino produced, and had a lot of, like, famous people. You know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah. Christopher Walken, and all that type of, like, anyone whose face looked wrinkly and bicycly. They were in it. <laughs> and I remember at the end, they all get killed, but he, no, he gets killed. Dennis Hopper's in it. He's riding a bike. Hell ride. I'll have to tell you the ending. Okay. Yeah. Hell ride. He gets stabbed, but it was a fake stunt prop gun or, and he, a uh, knife and he walks away. Like he okay. faked his own death. Interesting. And yeah. That's oh, sorry. the exit. I, I, I'm one of those assholes who talks over the band, by the way. So my apologies to Barry Marin and Cynthia. Well, well, go ahead and give it a listen for a second. We're really just hearing very bland, sticky stuff. Yeah. So I wonder, I was born that year, the movie, so I wonder if it was earlier in the year that maybe my parents went on a date. Right? <laughs> Saw Wild in the uh, Streets. Yeah. Wilder the sheets. 
well, nine months later. <laughs> you were born. So yeah. listen, they, this is like of the day. Like there was that whole thing about like, don't trust anyone over 30. That's what this whole movie's about. They just think if you're young, you're great. And if you're old, you shouldn't be around. I don't know. Well, you know, it does remind me of Gas with its S-S-S-S-S-S from Roger Corman, where the idea was that it was a hippie universe because everyone died who was over 30 and it was only young kids. And there was also Logan's Run, I guess, where you die when you turn 30. Right. Well, you don't die. You get rejuvenated or some crap. Oh, right. You get rejuvenated. I can't wait, Carl. Yeah. Eight more years and then I'll get rejuvenated at age 30. Now, people agree with you about Gas. Wild in the Streets was released on VHS in the late 80s. And in 2005, it appeared on a DVD on Midnight Movies Disc with 1971's Gas. What a great double feature because they both are about obsessed about age because yeah. this movie, he becomes president before age 35. Right. Which is unconstitutional. I have, Your Honor, uh, yeah, we should in go to the Supreme movie, Court and argue this movie, movie. They amend the Constitution like that. It doesn't make sense, as if it's a vote in Congress. What's this guy's gimmick? Does he have a hook? He's got a hook. How'd you know? Uh, well, I think he fell for it. Hook, line, and sinker. He's the trumpet player. He's Whoa, like, how are they rolling? What are they rolling a joint in a sandblaster? They're going to, like, sand down the wood and roll a joint? I don't think so. I think that's ticker tape because he's a rich man. No, but I think he's he's rolling a joint with ticker tape. No, it's a coincidence. He also had a joint in his hand. Those are one of those like roll your own joint machines that never work. Yeah, they never worked. It's like a uh, orange plastic like yeah uh, you get loop. This loose. Uh, that guy's 15 and he's like got 186 IQ and he's the financial advisor. He turned down like all these companies who wanted to hire him. He graduated college at 15. And this is being narrated by the guy who did the trailer. Uh, you know, it says that the narration is uncredited. I didn't write it. It did well, say a name, but I didn't write but, it down. In the sense of the story, where does this narration narrator comes from? Uh, in the beginning, it's just telling you. There's Richard Pryor. It's yeah. just telling you all the cast members of his entourage and giving their name, their ages. Like he's only fourteen. Oh, uh, which is not true. So one of the one of the entourage is a, a Asian woman who gets back massages. Yes. Wow. All right. And then my parents had sex, and nine months later, I was conceived. Uh-huh, conceptually. Now, this Richard Pryor is uh, the drummer. And uh, what's ironic is there's a line in this movie in which the brilliant one, who's only 15, they ask him, when, you know, when do you want to die? And he goes, 30, man. And the <laughs> thing is, in real life, he did die, like, just six days after his 30th birthday. Oh, that's, that's terrible. Yeah, it's terrible. I just, it's ironic, I guess. Right. I, well, I did see that on That's Ironic, one of my favorite shows from the 80s with Skip Severson and John Davidson and yeah. Fred Williams. Uh, Fred Williams. Now, this song is all about uh, people under 30 are 53% of the country. 
Fifty percent. Yeah, fifty-three percent. Have you 50. seen it before? I had the soundtrack. You know, this movie. Uh, I've read about this movie a hundred million times, and I knew about this movie, and I never had an opportunity to see it. And I think it finally, yeah, it finally got on DVD and finally got on VHS. And yeah, it was like you know. But again, like let's say you are renting videos, video cassettes. Blockbuster's not going to carry it. <laughs> no, you would have to, you would have to go to your Lost Weekend or Leather Tongue or you know uh, uh, Kim's Video in New York City and get it. Yeah. And then when you do, you're disappointed. You just spent like four bucks on a shitty movie for the sixties. <laughs> now Shelley Winters is going to see her own son has gone on to be a rock star on TV, and she's going to freak out that she's she's going to be a celebrity, and they're going to be rich. Really? They don't seem. They seem pretty nonplus about their house. Oh, I love what she's got. Remember those things, Susan? Uh, uh, the thigh master. The thigh master. Yeah, thank you for finishing my thought. But this is before that time. This is the armpit master. Mm -hmm. Like it's really important to air out your armpits before bed. <laughs> you know, when I put on Johnny Depp's perfume under my armpits, I like to air it out afterwards. You see that thing she's got around her chin? The, yeah. The, yeah, so it'd be really tight. And the concept is every night you pull your chin up. <laughs> Even back then, there people were obsessed by their chin. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be great. We'll be on the midnight special. Right, right. Now, this guy, Barry Shear, the director, he was a TV director. This was his first film. He'd go on to make three or four more, but then he'd just go back to TV. I mean, there, there was critical acclaim. This thing made four times its budget, but it wasn't Which exactly is great. a blockbuster. Yeah, I thought it was great, so why... Okay. Well, cause also, yeah, I, I think it's a little too, like, it's satire, right? Or, like, it has a, it's very strange because when youth movies kind of kicked ass in the 60s, like, when, yeah. like, Easy Rider, of course, but just, like, a lot of biker crap, it was movies that seemed like, you know, older people were, like, making making fun of hippies. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Generational things. So, I, it's hard to tell where this comes from. Now, this, this director did Across 110th Street. Oh, I love that movie. Carl, yeah. have you seen that? Yeah, it's black exploitation. Yeah. Well, yeah. and also it's classic. I hate to spoil the end. Someone gets shot in the head and they zoom up. They zoom up to his head getting shot and goes, and freeze frame. <laughs> I won't tell you who it is. Okay. Yafet Koto. Right at the end. <laughs> you really got into the spirit of spoiling just like me. Yeah. I saw um, Titanic the other night with uh, Leonor Leardo with DiCaprio. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, the ship sinks at the end. Spoiler. And, and in the middle. And in the middle? The ship's you know, actually, the, 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 does, does it start sinking towards the end? In the middle, I mean? Like, that's half the movie. No. Oh, uh, you mean, yeah, you mean like, okay, we've sprung a leak, we're going Yeah, we sprung a leak, we're going down. There's yeah, no, yeah, there's no way right. we could be saved. You're right. We are sinking. You know how much we're sinking? We're the fucking Titanic. We're the Titanic of sinking. <laughs> the Cadillac of sinking. Oh, they're going to go see their son perform well, at the yeah, Troubadour? Yeah, husband is reluctantly going along because she's very enthusiastic about it. 
Is he looking for a t-shirt like a wife beater? Um, listen, why do you think, I mean, you use the term sexually assaulting. Didn't like, didn't you say like it'd be, he, he, she didn't want to have sex and he was like, uh, he was kind but, of going. Yes. But you see the whole thing of that was Shelly Winters is a cuckoo bird. That was the whole thing. The, no, I the wife is neurotic and they just got married. Okay. I mean, it's their honeymoon. You know what I oh. mean? Like, yeah, if I didn't. Know, I didn't know that. Do it. It's on your honeymoon. Okay, so this guy's running for Congress now. You can see uh, he's Senator Fergus. It's Hal Holbrook, um, who looks who actually looks like Hal Holbrook, where everyone else looks like young Richard Pryor and uh, uh, you know yeah. I mean? yeah, yeah. Well, he, he looks very young. He was in uh, Wall Street. He was in the firm. He was deep throat in all the president's men. Dude, he was like evil cop in Dirty Harry, uh, yeah. one of the Dirty Harry. He's like, hey, Dirty Harry, man, your fascism stuff rocks. You want to, me and my boys want, right? Wasn't that the one he like had killer cops, motorcycle well, cops? I remember that one. And I thought, I think it was called Sudden Impact or some bullshit. Yeah, right, with Ty and, Daly. But I think that he wasn't the guy who was like, I think it was a younger uh, put, uh, motorcycle cop who was trying to get Clint Eastwood in, to join. Yeah. Was Hal Halbrook like a pal, like a no, he comrade? was probably the like commissioner, right? Damn it, Harry, you're dirty, you're, you're dirty, dirty. Harry. you're so dirty. That's your nickname. This is when they say, When do you want to die? 30. Uh oh, wait, and he and where's the drummer? The drummer's Richard Pryor. Oh, gotcha. Oh man, that's nothing like a good massage to just kill the energy of the show. Yeah, and look how he's okay. So Shelly Winters is like, I'm his mother. I'm his mother. Back up, back up. I'm his mother. Speaking of back up, this is great camera work. <laughs> well, the director's trying to give us a crazy crowd. Right, but look, they're just outside the tickets. It's not that crazy. Ticket booth. We don't take cash. What the fuck? Oh, they like, have cash. We are totally sold out. And, and he's like, you might not like a Max Frost concert, ma'am. Oh, he took the money and run? Oh, no, he got the tickets. Shelly Winters. She was, uh, she played Polly Shore's mom in uh, one of the Polly Shore movies, Jury Duty. And his dad was uh, Charles Napier. I don't know why I didn't pick that up in my... Uh research my biggest one i like on her is lolita uh, yeah she's really good in Lolita. i was introduced to her in the poseidon adventure now for the poseidon adventure she gained a lot of weight for the role well she was never able to take it off that's the weight she stayed at she just did it for the role huh. um she was the grandmother on roseanne sitcom oh that's pretty cool yeah, yeah. alfie uh, a place in the sun. Wait, Dolly Alfie and Frank. <clears throat> what's that all about, Alfie? Alfie, is it just for the moment we live? She won an Oscar. We know her. We saw her in uh, A House Is Not a Home. Yeah, A House Is Not a Home, where she was a uh, a call uh, madam. I can, madam, I can never get it when I try to describe the description. I think I'm just embarrassed. I go there. It's a girl pimp. Uh -huh. <laughs> girl pimp. 
Well, I would hope the music had, well, I would have to listen to the whole song. But. Well, you know, every song is a plot point. Um, every song, like we're the 53% and later it'll be like 14 or fight. He wants to lower the voting age to 14. And uh, so they got in and we're just seeing the father uncomfortable and the mother overexcited. There's Hook. Oh, yeah. So he's for real, the Hook. Yeah, well, he's playing his guitar with his Hook? Hey, that doesn't make sense. He's supposed to be the horn person. Well, there's a horn person right there. Yeah, that's supposed to be Hook. I saw the Hook strumming the bass. You could do that, right? I guess, yes. Well, she's remembering the beginning of the movie. Look at her bad acting, and she's was, trying to shake it off. Someone asked her, I loved you in Partridge Family. Ah, uh, oh, damn it. Greg Brady, did you see Greg Brady for two seconds? Yeah. Oh, man. Is she, like, tripping again? Flashback. She was never tripping before. She was delusional. She didn't believe her son was doing acid, and she didn't believe it was dynamite. You have a vivid imagination. Just the director, you know, the writer is just trying to make her out as, like, a delusional person. Now, this was um, a magazine article. Um, it, okay, it's called The Day It All Happened, Baby, by this guy named Robert <laughs> Thom. It was a magazine article, and people loved it, so he expanded it into a book um, right i am familiar with the book and that's how this got born and and robert thumb wrote the screenplay for this which is only fitting it's not a very good premise i don't know the premise is interesting but the movie itself i don't know well the premise is that you you oh. know a rock star becomes a president and then he does some pretty bad things you'll see Right. Oh, yeah. Are you trying to spoil this movie? Did I spoil it? What are you doing? All right. I won't do it. Hey, this is a... Uh, you going up the down uh, uh, staircase? Up the down staircase. Where's my husband? Right. He's still lost. He's still in Madison Square Garden. The troubadour. Nice close shot again. Like the camera's right in front of them. It's pretty yeah, cool. Well, because they're doing that crowded crowd thing again. But it's, the thing I remember about this movie is they're like the kids revolt in the streets. So there's probably going to be more of these shots. Well, no. We're going to no. see. Yeah, we're no. We're going to see stock footage, which you don't like. Stock footage of protests. I don't like. Well, you know, I recently saw a Purge movie and they, they blacked out, uh, they digitized the faces. Uh huh of uh, the actual archival footage of rioting. So that way, like, you can see it in the context that it, the film is trying to push, but it's, they're not, the actual people are not being represented as fictional characters. You know what I mean? Like, it acknowledges that these are real people and right. that it, they should be in the context of what they were doing and not repurposed no. for the purge. Well, I think you're trying to protect their privacy. Look what a Los Angeles street that is with the black tar covering the cracks i love it nice car too now look a terrible crash happens and there's a little boy whoa dead dead what? little boy 
Oh my God, they're okay. All the scuff marks. Yeah, because uh, Shelly Winters crashed into the little boy. So Max Frost is like, get her a lawyer and get her out of here. I never want to see you again. You know, uh, if this was uh, Fast and the Furious, they would have missed the little boy. Just missed him, yeah. Just missed him. They'll be like flipping around and the kid would be ducking. Or he, or he would take his thumb off. Some that, somewhere in in Pasadena, there's a kid sleeping without his thumb tonight because of what you did. <laughs> That's going to be like two hours into the movie. You're like, whoa, only 45 more minutes. <laughs> <laughs> wow, so his mom killed a kid. Yeah. And so the son, the same day she showed up, you know, 20 minutes later, kicked out of uh, his life. Okay, so every time I see this scene, I just watch the girl. She's a kid, and she's having the experience. You know, you can see it in her eyes. You see when she smiles, you see what she looks at, that she thinks, you know, she's she's soaking it all in. Wow. So but, is this a, what, is this kid going to be, like, part of the movie, or is she yeah. going to get hit by a, a, a yeah. car? No. So, what, He's, she's not going to be hit by a car. What about a bus? Will, no, will she get she hit by a bus. Will be, she literally be thrown under a bus by her father? No. Why, Senator, why did you fly to Cancun when there was no power during the, the snowstorm? Uh, well, my daughter wanted to go, and oop, there's a bus. Dad, you threw me under the bus. <laughs> Look at her cute little hat. She's like, oh, I love you, famous rock star. Uh, I am today's youth, and uh, I'm, is, there, is this the family? It's Senator Albright. Okay, he's running for senator, and Max Frost has agreed to play at his, his rally. Now, the, uh, the candidate Albright, Fergus, Fergus, candidate Fergus, his whole platform is we're sending kids to Vietnam to die for their country at 18. They should have the right to vote. And this was a real thing back in the day. It was two things. This was the drinking age should be lowered to 18 and the Lower. voting age should be lowered to 18. Wait a minute. So the, the drinking age was 21. Yeah. And then before I turned 18, it was 18. And then before I turned 18, it became 21 again. Well, it became 18 back in the 60s. Yeah. Well, this is 68. All I remember is we, we grew up in the tri-state area. We were in New Jersey, but, uh, you know, you go to New York or whatever. But uh, And if it was 18 in New York, you can go to the clubs or what have you. But it raised it to 21, I believe, like when I was just about to turn 18. Tom Kroll once had this fake ID and it fucking worked. So we were both <laughs> in the bar and he had a drink and I wasn't uh-huh. allowed. And so he's like, here, you can have a sip. And then the waitress was like, hey. You know, she was like taking it seriously, like she was, you know, alcohol, right. alcohol, tobacco, and firearms ATF agent. Like a second ago, they're like, "Yeah, come on in, kid." Okay, so now Max Frost is like, "This guy's running for senator. I dig it." And this guy wants us to lower the voting age to eighteen. I dig it. But you know what? Fuck that. That's fucking bullshit. It should be what? four. And so Fergus will be behind stage going, what the fuck is he doing? <laughs> yeah, he's fucking up the thing. Yeah. 
I just asked you to come play a song, you did. Sorry, man. I went rogue. I went rogue. I just I was in the moment, and uh, next thing you know it, I made the voting age 14. So now oh. he's going to do a whole – they're saying, you know, my tax accountant's 15. Now they're going to do the song called 14 or Fight. 14 wow. or Fight. They wrote that song just in time to do this surprise announcement. Yes. Yeah. He goes, well, I've been working on a tune all day. Don't know if I know all the words. Gonna unclip for you now. Yay. Thank you, Max. Yay. Thank you for uh, doing a rally with a half-finished song. Half-finished song. (laughs) That's Barely rehearsed. (laughs) You know who did something like that once? Uh, Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band album came out. Uh Uh-huh. Jimi Hendrix bought it on the way to his concert with the experience. He got there, he put it on a record player in the back, and they all listened to it. And then they went out and did Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. And Paul McCartney was in the audience. I think it was Paul and George or Paul and Ringo. They were in the audience. How strange. Yeah. They must have known they were in the audience. Wow, that must have been cool. I'm sure that he knew. Yeah, at the beginning, he's like, cover your ears, cover your ears. It's going to be fucking long. Cover your ears. He goes, it was 20 years ago today. It was Jimi Hendrix, you know. Such a right. band to play. That's like, but that's like Taylor Swift getting Adele's album and be like, yeah, hey, guy, I just heard this. Well, I know you paid to hear me, but. Every now and again, you'll see. Um, um, his name is Stanley X. You'll see Richard Pryor on the drums, and he uh-huh. knows how to play them. Like he's holding the drumstick in the like old traditional way, and which is pointed towards you. You're like holding it in your palm. You know, I guess so. See? Yeah. Nowadays, people just hold it like you got two clubs, but back in the days, it was one clubbed hand and the other was pointed towards you. Next time you see Pryor, watch his fingers. Okay. There he is to the right. He's holding yeah. like a chopstick or something. Yeah, you're right. He knows yeah. how to play. Something's interesting about drumming. I didn't know this. Mm-hmm. Is drumming that interesting? Uh, it snared me. <laughs> you were snared? Oh, hey, Carl, I have one answer to that joke. Uh, <laughs> 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 All right, this movie convinced me I'm going to become a, a drummer. Oh, perfect. Yeah. <clears throat> I finally get the respect I've always wanted. Now, I really didn't do research on Richard Pryor because we all know him so well. Like, right. I pulled out all of his movies. And you know, I saw uh, Live on Sunset Strip at the Wellmont in Moncton, yeah. New Jersey. That sounds right. Yeah. I omitted all his comedy uh, uh, movies because that doesn't count. I can mean, we, I can we just things. say what, what, if, like him and maybe Margaret Cho are probably the two comedians that had genuinely theatrically released concert comedy films you know like well like multiple ones like uh no but eddie murphy would go on to follow in the footsteps yeah but was raw was not there were cable specials and video cassettes i'm talking about being released in the movie house like uh wasn't the eddie murphy ones were not i I think maybe raw was i think raw because it was might have been but it would have never happened was it not for richard pryor no, absolutely, absolutely. Because Pryor's done like at least five live, you know, live yeah. in concert to mm-hmm. Sunset Strip. There was a couple, few more in the middle. Yeah, unfortunately, now I'm regretting. Uh, uh, I just, 
I just wanted to acknowledge it, you know, I mean, like, and I think the, the first one is on, was on Netflix last time I watched it. Mm -hmm. So, which is great. It's like, holy shit. Look, I'm staring at like 40 something movies here. I mean, yeah, they weren't all crap, you know, I mean, Harlem nights with Eddie Murphy. Oh, he was great in that. And then he probably, you know, custom made that movie for him among others. Among others, because there were a lot of those uh, stars. They were like um, the uh, Harlem gangsters. He was in the toy, Superman 3, Brewster's Millions. He was in good films. Stir Crazy, what? Bustin' Loose. Stir Crazy, Bustin' Loose. Uh, the toy is one of the worst films. but uh, You do think so? I think it's great. Moving, where he has to move this. He sends so uh, fun. Superman 3. Yeah, that was. Yeah. You don't right. think so? Well, it still has my favorite line, which is Clark eating uh, dog food. <laughs> <laughs> he was good at that. He was, of course, he was good at that. He was great at Brewster's Millions with John. It's Candy. unknown. It's unknown. There's an unknown element in the Kryptonite. I don't know it. It's unknown. How about Tar? Right, it's Tar. Because he was smoking cigarettes. He was in Silver Streak. He was in Car Wash, which was more of a cameo. He was the Wiz in The Wiz with Michael Jackson. Yeah. Uh, he had a TV show, The Richard Pryor Show, where he wore like a, uh, a nude bodysuit. Oh, well, actually, he shows up on the set of this film naked, and Shelley Winters freaked out. It was like a practical joke. Well, the concert was over, but the politician wasn't happy. Now, this I'm not Ed happy. Bagley. Ed Bagley. Oh, I Ed Bagley know this guy. He I looks vaguely familiar. Well, he was uh, he was all over TV and movie. Okay, let's see here. Senator Albright. We know him from Ed Bagley Jr. That's how we. Yeah, know. that's how we know him. Yeah, I, I knew uh, he looked vaguely. Uh, the unsinkable Molly Brown. Um, you know, like CBS sitcoms. He was on Rod Sterling's Pattern Show. He was all over. Wait, the what's movie. Rod Sterling's Pattern Show? I never even heard I of it. I don't know. I don't know. Patterns, plural. Oh, do you think it's like another like teleplay? This week, Socialism is Cool, written by mm -hmm. Rod Sterling, 1957. He was in the Virginian Bonanza, Dick Van Dyke. Wow, wow, West. My three I still, I still, I still vaguely remember him, Carl. Well, uh, right now he's playing Senator Albright, and he's like, "Fuck this! You want to be senator? You can't back these monkeys. You can't lower the age to 14. I was trying to make a joke. He, he I can't Ed Bagley Senior. Bagley recognize him. I, he's very, he, I, he looks vaguely familiar. Yeah. All right. And, there you go. Kids, please, no uh, vinyl. Well, uh, they're playing Max Frost, and that's pissing off Senator uh, Albright downstairs. Do you think I should vote it? you think I should have the right to vote, Mom? Answer 14? the question, Mom. God. So if, if they lowered the age to 14 for the voting, who would become president? I, I, this guy, I guess, the, the rock star, I guess, in this movie. Well, yeah, in this movie, it will be the rock star. Ah, hello. 
live from Hollywood, California, uh, Florida. Uh, well, it, now they're going That's to Los Angeles. Like the the Ferguson campaign will now meet with Max Frost. You see what Max Frost did at the end of his thing. He said, "This Saturday night, I want you to come out to sun, uh, sun the Sunset Strips Strip Sunset." I want you to come out to the Sunset Strip, and we're going to have, like, a rally. We're going to have, a like, a protest. I want you to fill the streets, and we're going to do this until they lower the age to 14. And everyone claps. So, so now, fill, the, fill the streets. If it's going to be a while in the streets, it's going to be a mob, right? Yes. Good. Cool. I like this guy's mob scenes. I'm into it. Well, I mean, you're not going to see what we saw before, the mob scene at the concert. You're not going to see that again. What's your policy on sitting on people, uh, some guy sitting on your pool table? I'm against it. Uh, yeah, we're me too. A clean game here. Yeah, and no smoking. How huh? are you going to burn holes in the? Yeah, in the yeah. felt. In the felt. Is he gay? Because he's wearing a bandana. I have the sound off. They never say he's gay, and you know they say that the fourteen-year-old uh, accountant is gay. A uh, fifteen-year-old accountant is gay. Huh. Hey, good for him. Came out at early age and got a profession. <laughs> yeah. His mom was proud about the accounted part. So basically, they're going to be flippant and off stand. Uh, they're not going to take it serious. I don't know. So they're going to piss off Senator Albright. And he's going to kind of like storm out or whatever. And then Ferguson is going to be like, all right, listen, Senator Albright is the political party of this you know he's the boss right and you're not going to get what you want if you don't play ball with him period so they agree on lowering it to he's going to change the song from 14 to, or fight to uh 18 15 and, and ready 15 and ready right uh. they're negotiating i think 16 is much more reasonable than 14 no song has ever been successful with the when the girl's sixteen years old. Uh, but the stray cat's tried. <laughs> yeah, half half the songs of some some uh, rock stars. Yeah, appalling. They are so rude. I do like the, it is well shot, I guess. Yeah. Um, or at least dated, you know. Well, this guy was a TV director and he really knew what he was doing, you know. Uh, this movie is like, feels like a theatrically released movie. Like, uh, I could see this on the screen. This I, I guess first, yeah, no, this came out on the screen and it made, uh, like I said before, four times its money. They, they, they had a $700,000 budget. Um, he wanted to grow into films, um, but it didn't work. He did about four or five of them, and he just headed back to, uh, I mean, he did The Tonight Show and The Eddie Fisher Show and The Melton Burl Spectacular. You know, he was TV. Yeah, yeah right, and it's live. Police Woman, Black Sheep Squadron, The Streets of San Francisco, The Beautiful Phyllis Diller Show, you know. Oh, hey, Milk is finally here. <laughs> is it acid milk? No, no, do you have any cookies? No point to the milk. 
there's only one other interesting thing about the director, and I don't have all the information. On August 5, 1965, both Barry Shear and Jan Barry of the singing duo Jan and Dean were injured along with other film crew members while on the first day of the set of the new Paramount motion picture, Easy Come, Easy Go. Oh, wow. How were they injured? Then it goes on to say Paramount would ultimately cancel the film and reuse the film title the following year for an Elvis Presley film. Yeah, because I'm I'm like literally now on Facebook when you mentioned that title. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? No comment. No comment. No comment. No comment. So basically, he's leaving there disgusted. Sir, do you? Uh, what's your policy about the sink? Do you use Ajax? No comment. No comment. No comment. What is your policy on the sink? I am against it. No comment. No comment. Of scrubbing the sink. Uh, Hal Holbrook. Clean shaven Hal Holbrook. Oh, no, he's yeah. going to start talking like Mark Twain in this movie, right? He's Hal Holbrook. Oh, you know, you're right. He did that play, Mark Twain. He played Mark Twain like 30 years. He had to retire when he was super old. Right. Well, how old was Mark Twain? Oh, I guess he I was 183. You know, Mark Twain wrote a book and said, don't release this book until 100 years later. And Thank it came you. out like 10 years ago. And who who even knows? <laughs> yeah, right. You do yeah. that. And it's like, now nobody knows. You dummy. It's like, what? Who's Tom Hanks? Why do I want to watch this movie? Oh, it's great. It's about this hologram for the king. What the fuck are you talking about? I'm 100 years older for this shit. <laughs> Wait, in September 2017, after six decades of playing the role of Mark Twain, God. Holbrook announced his retirement from the one-man show, Mark Twain Tonight. Holbrook indicated he would like to continue working on movies and television. Yeah, please don't typecast me. It's been six decades. <laughs> Enough. Ooh. All right, they got the handshake, 15 and ready. Time for a break. So they agreed on 15. How did they get Time Magazine to agree to be in this movie? I, 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 my research did not cover that tidbit. Normally they'll say like Tyne or something like that. Like they're just legally they can't use the real name. So Christopher Jones is our star and uh, he would have a good career, but uh, he would quit way early. He got, Somehow he got embarrassed. And he just said, fuck it, and he quit. Um, really? Yeah, let me see if I have it here. Was, wasn't that the name of his memoirs? Fuck it, I quit. <laughs> right. Fuck By it. Christopher Jones. So he makes his Broadway debut in 61, Tennessee Williams, Night of the Iguana. But Shirley Winters was in it. And Shirley yeah, Winters right. introduced him to the woman who would become his wife. Then he moved to Hollywood and he got this ABC television series, The Legend of Jesse James, and he got 34 episodes. And then he was like all on TV for a while. Uh, but they, he did this movie and called Chabasco in 68 with his wife. And by the time the filming was over, they divorced. Um, oh, that's too bad. Then he would move on to Wild in the Streets. Uh, and he'd be in a sex comedy this year. Check this out. Jones was involved in a car crash not knowing he had been drugged. 
The directors and producers never informed him of the drugging. Directors and producers? Yeah, right. Wait, back up. Wait, yeah. did they, uh, uh, you know, American International Pictures seems pretty uh, <laughs> creepy, okay. but geez. So, later, Lean, I guess he's the director, Lean dubbed Jones's voice, uh, causing the actor a bad reputation. This took a personal toll on Jones, who returned from Ireland to California. That's where it was being filmed. Um, and he stayed in the house where Sharon Tate was murdered. Uh, was allegedly murdered. Yeah, and abandoned his acting career. No, it was not alleged. Okay, she's dead. Listen, I have a clear movie. You know what I like about the uh, uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? And I'll be very brief, Carl. Okay. Uh, is that at the end, it kind of keeps it sweet by the murder doesn't happen right like it's yeah like, that's wish right. fulfillment but the you know his buddy killed a woman you know so it's like it's a little fantasy where everyone else gets i don't know anyway okay we're back we're in hollywood well oh, this is probably, was the good guy and yeah. the other woman bullwinkle was a lot of this stuff is still around i guess i think i've seen that bullwinkle so here you're seeing the sunset strip and all yeah. the kids going out but really what you're seeing is stock footage of protests. Now, so, but it, wasn't that cool that we saw some archival uh, sunset strip? Yes. Bars and clubs and stuff yeah. like that. And look at that view, huh? Yeah. Yeah. UCLA, UCLA. I think that point my dad said, pretty romantic, huh? That Los Angeles sunset, know what I'm saying? We got, I have plans after this movie. And then nine months later, I was bored. Yeah, yeah. Stop footage. The conception. Look of at this. Eagleman. Stop <laughs> footage. Oh, this is symbolic. Stock footage. Stock footage. Lots of sixties cars. Stock footage. We're all hanging out. Yeah. Hey, that was the blanket on my couch. What? Some hippie took it and brought it to the I park. Yes, so. Look at it. Stock footage. Hey, better red than dead. Jones was offered a part of Zed in Pulp Fiction by Quentin Tarantino, but he turned it down. Really? Well, yeah. you know what? It's like, you know, who's a rapist, wasn't he? The guy in the, the pawn shop? Zed's dead, baby. Well, this, okay, look, check this out. Okay, he died in 2014, but in 2018, actress Olivia Hussle claimed Hussey claimed she was raped by Jones in the house Roman Polanski had shared with his wife Sharon Tate weeks after Tate's death. Hussey said that she had dated Jones in the late 60s but ended the relationship because he was physically abusive towards her. So that's you know not what? good. That's not good. I had no idea. So now we see dissension in the ranks which is his own family. The right. kid going on the side of the rock star and him being, you know, a square. That's a slapping. Yeah, that's right. The great slapping. So they're going to duel in Sunset? Like that kind of slap. It wasn't a dual slap, son. It wasn't a dual slap. Well, no. Now, you see, they're there not on Saturday for the rally. They're there, like, now. So what... Albright wants him to do is get with Frost, go on TV, and tell everyone to be peaceful. Oh, I see. 
So the kid's laying down some trip on him, like uh, how it's bad to be old and it's good to be young. It's the same old. Go ahead and listen if you want. Well, I don't know if I want to listen to it. You know, 30 years ago, I've been really into this. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. That that reminds me, Carl. Yeah. Now, I was. I don't know if I told you, but I was conceived uh, shortly thereafter screening of this movie in 1968. Oh. Uh huh. But do you think that how? So that would make me roughly 53 years. So Hal Holbrook in this movie, he's like 35, right? Uh, he's 39, according to the script. I don't right. know how old in real life he was. All right. Yeah, I probably have his. I don't think I even have his birth date. No. Jeez, I would have been long dead in this movie. Like in Logan's Run, I'd be gone. Oh, yes. I'd be rejuvenated. Yeah, long gone. You know, they'll throw me to the Soylent Green crew. They'll be like, oh, here, take this guy. <laughs> so and the good news is you're leaving uh, <laughs> Logan's Run. Bad news, you're entering Soylent Green. We're they just like to chill. Yeah, We're just do. chilling out. Boy, that was a great couple of scenes we did, right? We went to the Troubadour and we performed. We need a massage. Yeah. Do you yeah. know 14-year-old Asians? I know. It's so weird. That's like Turn the character. Turn up the sound. Turn up the sound because... Uh, All right. Sally Leroy is going to say, I think you guys are fags. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Mike. Thank you. That's e boys. Yeah. See, she's going to be 25, and that means she could run for Congress. So they're going to do that as her first step, but not yet. Not yet. Right now, Holbrook, uh, it's not really Holbrook in this. He's Senator Fergus. Or Fergus is going with Max Frost in a helicopter to various places and saying, it's great that you guys were here. America has heard you. Go home. <laughs> be peaceful. Go home. Can't then, hear you over the helicopter. By the way, never raise your hands. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> hey, boy. Groovy. Groovy cats. Hey. He, he calls his people troops, his fans. Hey, troops. Got good news for you today. He does that every time. Stock oh, wow. Footage. Stock footage, right? They're not there for the movie screening. Right. These guys are. They're each making 25 bucks for today. Whirp, whirp, whirp. The, the helicopter blades are finally slowing down. Yerp, yeep. Oh, no. Got to go back up. That's it. Thanks Don't for coming for the speech. Go home. For more speech, check out the news at 10. We'll Don't be featured. Be check out our news at 10. We'll be on the news 10. It's going to be us. Uh, and then a uh, man on the street. Go the fuck home. All right, guys. Thanks for showing up for the, for the press up. Photo up? Press up. Press up. Press opportunity. That's he's right. pressing. He's, he's pressing. press hopping. He's yeah. He's yeah. That's a press hop. 
This is a very elaborate. This is like a full on massage, Carl, like the movie. Oh, there was like, ooh, romantic. Cut to her, cut to him. Cut to her, cut to him. He's massaging her colon. Cut to her. Cut my father, to- my father's elbowing my mom at this point. Huh? Huh? Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, what do getting you say? Horny, getting horny. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's I have to get home. I was thinking it like our parents were more beatniks. My dad was more like, you know, edging the beatniks, I guess, or the. He was a, I guess, a student, you know, big yeah. Jewish beard and Texas kid. Hello, I am the president. Oh, no. Eisenhower. Okay, so everyone's chilling out and going to sleep, but something's going on. Like there's an invader, an intruder. So Max Frost being the cool guy, he will right. clean him. And then well, we'll he has a name, Max Frost. Yeah, who is this? Is it a deep throat? I've it got some information. Throat. Yeah, I, well, I, I don't work for a paper. Um, <laughs> it's the son of Holbrook. Oh, uh, I see. Of, uh, Senator they just Fitch. throw her right in the bed. Oh, big pillow fight. Guys, you ready? Pillow fight. You're just a kid. It, this played in drive-ins a lot. And this, no, this movie, I mean, it's it's a really well-known movie, too. It's just, like, you know. There was going to be a sequel they never shot. It was called We Outnumber You. It was announced, and they were working on a script. It's a great title. Yeah. Uh, you know, I went up, actually, to the theater. I said, uh, 7,000 <laughs> tickets, please, for We Will Outnumber You. <laughs> It only took 15 days to shoot this film. Really? Yeah, 15. Here we are, 50 years later. Yep. Well, that that 15 days uh, is the reason why I'm here on planet Earth. So, got to thank the production for that. Yep, absolutely. Quick, quick, Operation Get Arthur Laid is in effect. (laughs) The conception of Mike Spiegelman in in theaters is so... Pulitzer Prize winner, Art Spiegelman, played the Coming quickly. The critics are, the reviews are in. God damn, says Art Spiegelman. Arthur Spiegelman. Arthur Spiegelman. Charlotte Spiegelman plays the victim. No. Okay. You were conceived out of love? Yeah. The love of, uh, well, things got wild in the streets. Uh, the love of this movie. Yeah. Okay, so like, now he has won. He is now the senator. Oh, that's great. Congratulations. Maybe that I was conceived in the drive-in. That would be pretty cool. Yeah, that means my parents were de- had enough dexterity to, like, fuck in a car. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if she sat on him and every time she bonked, it would hit the horn. Bonk. Do you think they was in a convertible or they had the uh, the top down? No, no. Your parents would not do that, right? <laughs> to the world, no. Right, right. That's very, it's a, you know, I'm being conceived here. A little privacy. Now, Nixon defeated Humphrey in 68 while this 
was being filmed. Um, no, okay, wait, 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 wait. At the time of the filming, it was widely expected that Johnson would run for a, another full term in 68. You know, Lyndon Johnson said, that's enough. I'm done. Yeah. Hey, I did enough. I'm out. Yeah. Sorry. So this is like a real rally. Well, yeah. Welcome to LWAFLMOYTCon. <laughs> We're watching three movies back to back. Are you ready for some shorts? So now he's saying, okay, we got him elected. Yay, us. And he's saying, we're going to vote uh, Sally Leroy into office. And she'll become a United States Senate. Um, how, she'll be in the House of Representatives. And that'll be our first step as youths to. Now he's saying, you can't, you know who can't be your congressman? Me. I'm not old enough. You know who can't be your president? Me. If I'm old, you know, so he wants all these ages lowered. So strange. I mean, it's so not so, wow. People know what they're doing, and old people are stodgy and don't know what they're doing. They're ruining everything. Huh. That's like every generation now. Yeah. But I guess they were right. No. Oh, look, they're going to go, they're going to storm the Capitol? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh, boy. I just watched this on HBO Max. <laughs> I just saw this on the news. Four hours in the White House. You should check out that documentary. It's depressing as hell. You know, everyone's there with their cameras. And then they were able to piece together the material. So, you know, a cop will say, some guy hit me. And there'll be like a guy shooting it, you know, filming it for, while it's happening. Mm-hmm. Now, this is an obnoxious scene. Sally Leroy has won. And she's going to propose that. She says, like, the greatest thing about America is it's shown the world that being old sucks. And being young is the shit. So we want to amend the Constitution. So House of Representatives, 14. Senator, 14. President, 14. <laughs> Put it on for a second. She's so right. like, stoned. Carl, you gave her the good shit. She's <laughs> <laughs> best known for Peyton Place, the movie. Um, oh, Peyton Place, the movie, right? That was one yeah. of those, one of the first like movies into TV shows, book into movie into TV shows. Like now, Peyton. after this film, she just quit Hollywood, and she would be uh, she went to Benin Bennington College in Vermont, where she studied sure. poetry. She yeah, that sounds poet. right. She's probably like the poster child for Bennington. As seen in Wild in the Streets. That's cool. I think <laughs> that's pretty United cool. Colors? No, yeah, the United Colors of Bennington College. I actually, I think that's really cool. We, I knew some people from Uncle Harris that went to Bennington. And she just, she just left Hollywood without explanation and just went to become a poet. Well, she went to college. Yes. And then she uh, she found her voice, but you know, not that her voice isn't being expressed. She's probably the only interesting person so far in this movie, even though she is fucking high as a kite, high as fuck. 
Now that might just be scripted. Yeah. No, she's acting maybe. Yeah. Interesting. And where did they get the scene? This is that they went to the White House. This is shot on the floor. Of the no, Senate. This is, this is the House of Representatives. She is now a Congresswoman. Yeah, but it's it's shot at like some uh, Marriott. Oh no, I was wrong. Look, that's uh, the White House. That's the Capitol building. Oh really? Yeah, I couldn't see it. There was this big thing in front of it. That was the Washington Monument. Washington. Look at it. Hey. That was uh, Mick, Mick Jones of The Clash we just saw. Yeah, a bunch of Mick Elvis Jones of The Clash. Elvis Costello. <laughs> Every cool guy with glasses, sunglasses. I'm being a stereotype reporter. Usually they really are. Like they're. Look at I'm an affiliate in Washington. In There's Senator Albright. I love you all. I love all children. It's weird. Do you plan to have children, Mr. Uh, Senator Begley Sr.? <laughs> Please, we're old. Let us through. Old man reporting. He's, he's like a youngster now. Let us through. Let us yeah. through. I begly of you. <laughs> Please. That's awfully begly of you. Amend what? These signs. Picket signs. This is what I was hoping for. Close-up shots like this. Oh, uh, no, arm. Um, I was wrong to say there wouldn't be more. Carl, you we recently posted a, a video we, from our old uh, public access television show from 1990, where we egged City Hall. Yeah, yeah, Montclair Municipal Building. Mm -hmm. This is like I think they they must have watched it and used it for this movie. Oh, they're shooting hippies on the yeah. So hey, this is a little too too soon, Carl. We just had this actually happen. Well, now Max Frost is going to address the nation, you know, and. Sing a number. He is. Yeah. But he's gonna get mad. They shot us down in the streets. This next song is called Three Shot in the outside of the Capitol. Oh, let's listen to him. This is good. I'm singing the last three pages of the script. <laughs> oh, I Here comes a preview. No, we have lots more to go. Oh, yeah. No, I, he's not president yet. President Max Frost. Oh, I even know his name now. <laughs> oh, he's crying. The three died. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Stop the seal. Oh, that's acting. So this guy's kind of a creep then. In real life? Yeah. Well, I don't really know. We do have that rape report. That yeah. makes him a scumbag, if it's true. Right. And um, I don't know. He, he, he got married and he went on to have a nice life. Uh, he just quit acting and uh, he died from gallbladder cancer, like complications. He was like 79. Gotcha. 
wild in the streets. Hey, kids, we promise you a movie with six new songs. <laughs> wow, six new songs. Do you know, know Wild in the Streets by Circle Jerks? How's it go by Circle Jerks? Wild in the streets, running, running. Wild in the streets, running, running. Wild in the streets, running, running. That's great. And then how's the chorus go? Um, wild in the streets. Running, running. Wild in the streets. Running, running. Speaking of circle jerks, here we are at Congress again. <laughs> <laughs> now um, the senator is going to meet with um, his son who ran away from home. Oh, that's sweet. They, are they really in the White House, in the Capitol? They're in the Capitol. In real life? No. This is set. like some, some college. Well, it's a set. Yeah. Why? Why? His, his son's gone hippie, right? Yeah, his son's gone hippie. Running, running. Wow. Running, running. Wow, in the streets. Running, running. Oh, there you go. I hear it. <laughs> yeah. Running, 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 running. <laughs> I think you get the point. Oh, is the song over already? <laughs> no, we got one more second left. Keep the songs tight and short. So basically, like, Hallbrook is like, come home, please. And he goes, no, man, that family seems pretty square. <laughs> He's the son's completely changed. And he I mean, goes, he... you could drive me to drink. And he goes, <clears throat> of course, you're from that alcoholic generation. So he's going to get all shit-faced and go home and terrorize his daughter. Just need a just quick, stiff drink. Settle the nerves. We're part of that alcoholic generation, Dad. We we eat acid and sugar cube generation. Right, right. We're the acid and sugar cube. But uh, by the time we, as this film goes on, Holbrook will trip. Really? Yep. So is it a sugar cube again? Why am I obsessed no, it's with that? In the water. It was in the water. Oh, that's even worse. That's that. That's no fun. You shouldn't. Uh, you should always be aware. Drink the water. You're square, Dad. Dad, give it up. I'm cool. I'm a boomer. Yeah, you're not cool, Dad. I think that was in a fish burgers, but you weren't a part of it. Oh, really? Was it a uh... cool, Dad? I was like the dad driving in the car. <laughs> it was going, Dad. You're not cool. I was like, you're not cool, Dad. I have a mustache. There he is. Don't get home. He's part of the alcoholic generation. So uh, look, his daughter's room and starts tearing down Max Frost. And it really, like, he, well, he's going into all their rooms, but it'll go right. into the daughters, too, and it'll terrorize her. That's a lot of posters. Oh, that was, a, that was Uncle Scrooge. These are just like vintage hippie posters that they sell for like $300 at this point. Yeah, look, there's the Rolling Oh, the Beatles. Oh, the Rolling Stones. I hate you, Daddy. Daddy, I love the Rolling Stones and I hate you. 
Uh oh. What's she doing in the fountain? Acid. She's on acid. And uh it's um she's the House of Representatives lady. <laughs> party hardy. Rest representative. Of what Joe Walsh's let's party party? Let's party party. Look how Remember, uh, 